Welcome to HUDCO Radio. I'm Jim Kennelly. We're happy to welcome back to the podcast Francesca Girontana, Chief of the Hudson County Division of Planning. She's taken on a new statewide role that we'll ask her about and get an update on some important regional and local projects to increase and improve open space. Welcome again to HUDCO Radio, Francesca. Since we've last spoken, you've earned a statewide leadership role, President of the New Jersey County Planners Association. Can you tell us a little bit about the NJCPA? When was it founded? And what does it do? Thanks for having me, Jim. The New Jersey County Planners Association was founded in 1956, very organically, when county planners lobbied together for a drainage survey of the state. Our association is made up of planners in all 21 counties, and we exchange information on planning programs and studies that are relevant to our jurisdiction. We discuss and formulate positions on state and federal programs and legislation of interest to our counties or regions. And as always, we look to elevate the importance and value of county planning in New Jersey. How did you become president? A few senior members approached me to join the executive board about a year after I started attending as division chief. Our association has rules in place to have you move up through the ranks. So I served as secretary first, treasurer, and now president. We look to have a balance of geography. And through my research, I realized I was the first president from Hudson County. Well, congratulations. Now, as NJCPA president, you hosted a tour of Hudson County for your colleagues. Can you tell us a little bit about why you did that and uh, what you highlighted in Hudson County for all those planners who joined you on that trip? It's a tradition for the president to host his or her fellow members in their home county. And this was the first time we were able to do it since the pandemic. I really wanted to showcase the county away from the waterfront because at this point in time, our most exciting and substantial projects are happening in other areas. So we all hopped on the light rail with some representatives from NJ Transit and learned a little bit more about the Hudson Bergen light rail. It was a lot of individuals first time on it. As we went down south to Bayonne, the Bayonne planner, Sue Mack, gave an overview of the development that's happened along their stations. From there, we went to Harrison with the focal point as the path station for the development that's happening there. Then we moved on to Kearney to go to an area that highlights the Essex Hudson Greenway, which I'll talk a little bit, about, little bit more about later. And we finished it off in Journal Square with a tour from the Jersey City City Planners. That sounds terrific. Now, did your fellow planners have any beneficial advice, or have you been able to offer any advice to them based on the challenges and the opportunities that face us here in Hudson County when it comes to growing smarter, growing at all with so much ec economic uncertainty over the past few years? Are all New Jersey counties dealing with similar challenges, or are they different? I must say that no other county embraces or does growth the way Hudson County does. But we do have overlapping planning and policy issues that we all face. For example, freight in general has been a point of discussion at several of our meetings in the past two years. And Hudson County has been able to highlight our trucking study that we're working on now. There are times, however, 
when Hudson County just doesn't have anything to add. For example, when the group starts to talk about agricultural boards or farming, we have nothing to add. Well, we just need to get, start growing more crops here. That's all there is to it. Now, how can uh, people learn uh, more about uh, the New Jersey County Planners Association? We have a website. It's www.njcountyplanners.org and a Twitter handle, which is at NJ County Planner. Very cool. Let's change gears now and talk about some exciting news regarding an important regional open space initiative, the Essex-Hudson Greenway. What is the Essex-Hudson Greenway, and what is the milestone we've reached in its development recently? The Essex-Hudson Greenway has been a visionary project for over a decade. The concept was to take an abandoned rail line, formerly known as the Old Booten Line, and create an opportunity for a multi-use path for transportation and recreation while creating additional open space. So most people are familiar with the concept of rails to trails and this is a perfect example of it. The line is almost nine miles at most sections is about 100 feet wide. It spans eight municipalities, including three Hudson County municipalities, Kearney, Secaucus, and Jersey City. And for us, it fills an important gap in connectivity that we've had for a long time, the east-west connection of our county. So that's very exciting. And while many advocates, including the Open Space Institute and the New Jersey Bike and Walk Coalition, have been advocating for this project for years, the governor's office recently stepped in to move this project over the finish line. And last month... Governor Murphy proudly announced that the land had been officially acquired by the state. That's terrific. So what are the next steps in the process towards uh, seeing to the completion of the Greenway and making it available to the public? The state has put out a RFP for consultants to start working on a strategic master plan for the Greenway. That So that'll include concept designs, possible amenities, transportation options, and the connections that'll be needed locally. Through that process, they'll form an interagency working group to ensure that there's engagement with all local elected officials, community members, and other interested parties. The entire line will remain closed to the public for approximately 6 to 12 months, after which the time will come that the segments will open as they get developed. So folks who aren't familiar with this particular greenway, give us kind of a sense of what the start and terminus would be of it. Where will it begin? Where will it end? Well, definitely we'll begin in Montclair, and the terminus at this time is on the west side of Jersey City. The longer-term vision with additional projects could be getting us all the way to the waterfront. wouldn't be a podcast about planning without a mention of the Hudson County Open Space Trust, which I know your division oversees. I wonder if you could first remind folks what the Open Space Trust does, and then um, we could talk a little bit about some of the projects. So let's talk first about, you know, what is the Open Space Trust? As part of the county property taxes, some of those funds are dedicated to acquire land for conservation and open space purposes, implement recreation and open space improvements, or complete historic preservation projects. That funding then is awarded to municipalities or nonprofits that partner with municipalities to complete projects in these categories. 
And we're especially excited because the 2023 funding cycle will be the first time in two years that we have a full funding cycle since the pandemic. Because essentially it's about, I think it's a one cent tax is how it's described because it's a penny on, I think, every $100 of assessed value. Uh, Is that correct? I'm not sure. Is that correct? Yes, it is. For this year, the commissioner board did vote for a half penny. Right. Um, but we it can s- be up to one penny. Yes, I guess what it can I'm be saying. up to one. Yes. All right, terrific. Well, I wonder if you could tell us about some of the projects, to give people a better idea who may not be familiar with it, some of the projects that are coming to fruition right now that are funded by the Open Space Trust. Yes, we have several. I'll highlight a few in different parts of the county. North Bergen is about to open up its community center, which will have various different uses. The trust fund dollars were spent on their recreation floors, uh, one being recreation on the rooftop, which will make it very innovative for the area. We're excited to see that come to fruition. Reservoir number three, which has been a long visionary project of the city of Jersey City, and it, through our funding, has helped complete the first major phase, uh, which was fencing and trail completion. Um, There's a few more items that need to be completed till the city feels comfortable opening it, but that'll be soon. And then a acquisition project in Harrison was recently completed for the creation of the Cape May Street Park. That's terrific. Um, It's it's just great to see what the trust continues to do to make a difference in folks' lives in Hudson County. Now, as we're recording this, we're getting closer to the date for the Hudson County Smart Growth Awards. I wonder if you could tell us a little about those awards and uh, when they'll be handed out. The Hudson County Planning Board had their first Smart Growth Awards in December 2009 to recognize developers and officials who promote sustainable development policies. So the planning staff looks at planning board applications that we've had over the past few years and rank them based on criteria for sustainable development, such as site selection, site design, proposed green infrastructure. And then we award three different projects, a gold, a silver, and a bronze. We also recognize an individual who's shown leadership in smart growth and a plan that exhibits those elements as well. Our Smart Growth Awards for 2022 will be handed out on October 26th at 5.30 right here at the Courthouse Rotunda. Well, fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. It's, I, I think it, one could call it the Academy Awards of Green Building <laughs> yeah, in Hudson County. Absolutely. Well, one last topic I definitely want us to touch on before we finish today is the issue of resilience. Um, the Resilient Northeastern New Jersey Project uh, recently had its action plan completed. Can you explain why resiliency is from a planning perspective, what it is from a planning perspective, and how the action plan will help us here in Hudson County eventually become more resilient? And where anyone can, uh, who's interested in this issue, uh, local resiliency, learn more about uh, and have, maybe have a chance to comment on the action plan. Resiliency can apply to many factors in planning, but for this effort in particular, it was meant for flood resilience, and they define it as our ability to absorb and adapt to shocks and stresses resulting from a changing climate while becoming better positioned for the future. And the plan includes specific site recommendations for our municipal partners that were involved in Hoboken, Jersey City, and Bayonne, 
On the county level, it included recommendations for more long-term policy and considerations for our county capital projects down the road, such as including green infrastructure in county parks and resiliency elements in future capital projects. Individuals who are looking for more information on the plan can go to www.resilient-nj.com. There they can review the plan and submit comments until October 23rd. Well, sounds great, and it's a great opportunity, I suppose, for folks to kind of get their two cents in about what we're doing to prepare for the future. Well, it all sounds terrifically exciting. Thank you so much for joining us today, Francesca. Thank you so much, Jim, for having me. You can learn more about the Hudson County Division of Planning on our website, updated since the pandemic, at www.hcnj.us. To keep up to date on county government news and alerts, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Hudco Tweet and on Facebook at Hudco FB. To see photos and videos of county government events, follow us on Instagram at Hudco Insta and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hudco TV. Finally, thanks as always to Hudson County Executive Tom DeGeese and the Board of County Commissioners who develop, direct, and support all the programs and services discussed on this podcast. Mm -hmm.